There's no doubt over the last few, I guess, four weeks or so, you, you've heard a lot about uh, Maui and that deadly fire uh, that had such an impact um, on the, that island, its people, and they're still recovering from it. It'll be a long time before uh, they were able to fully move forward. But what's also happening, and we've been learning over the last um, few days, uh, is that restaurants and tour companies are laying off workers and unemployment is now surging. Why? Well, we've told, of course, people who were in Maui during the fires to leave. Uh, We've also been telling them not to go to Maui, to let them do what they need to do in regards to um, recovery, in regards to uh, just letting search search officials do their thing. Well, what that has led to is um, a huge, huge drop in tourists traveling uh, to Maui, and it's having a significant impact. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, Maui and whether or not people will be returning is Claire Newell from Travel Best Bets. Claire, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Jazz. You know, this is such a tough story. It's really hard to know what the right thing to do is um, because I know that there are residents still in Maui that are in shock from the, the devastation. But there, there is a, what you've talked about. We've been hearing in the travel industry for a while, uh, probably the last almost two weeks, mm-hmm. um, that the the Hawaii Lodging and Tourism Association has been really clear with the fact that that they they need tourists to come. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of West Maui at the moment, the rest of Maui is open. So South Maui is really, really popular for people here in BC. That would be Kihei, Wailea, McKenna, and there's huge hotels there. And the the big concern is all of these lost jobs and businesses that are really, really struggling to to, to make it. And then I read headlines where Airlines have reduced Maui schedules in response to the devastating wildfires fires as they would have because there were so many people who canceled and changed their plans. But when you look at uh, a company like WestJet that had one daily flight planned in each direction, mm-hmm. um, adjusted their schedule to just 18 flights in September. And that's a reduction of about 4,200 seats. United and American the mm-hmm. numbers are massive. They've uh, United alone has cut more than 140 flights in its September and October schedules. That's half its flights. And American has removed 50 flights, which is about 10,000 seats in September alone. Like we're talking massive amount. Like you, without the lift, the air flights, you can't get there. So I am encouraging people. Um, and I've been, I've had a lot of emails of people saying, you know, I would really value your opinion. I have something booked in. The, the end of September or in, in October, Claire, should I go? And my answer is yes, respectfully go, um, and you're going to, to help. And if there is a way that you could spend a day volunteering with an organization to help fire victims in some way, or mm-hmm. maybe take a, an extra bag of, of items that may help with the recovery and the restoration, then then maybe do that. But um, it's. I think it's an important time, and I know some people will struggle with this and decide not to do this. Um, but if you have plans to visit Maui, please go. Don't yeah. cancel. I think people forget, uh, you know, how much the tourism industry, how big of a role the tourism industry plays in Hawaii generally, but especially in Maui. Seventy-five percent of private sector jobs are related yes. to the tourism industry. Uh, and in July, the unemployment rate there was two and a half percent. Uh, and they now expect the unemployment rate to hit as high as 10%. So the community there could use the help 
of yeah. uh, all travelers. If you have something um, that you've already booked, please go if you're able to do so. I'm sure the economy there and the people there would be very appreciative. That is that is for sure. Um, I'm going to yeah. change tack just a little bit, uh, just uh, in regards to a story that was in the news regarding Air Canada and a flight uh, that was, uh, I believe it was traveling, they were traveling from Las Vegas uh, to uh, Montreal. It was in regards to uh, passengers who complained about uh, a, a damp seat and it turns out somebody may have vomited on that seat and now I guess Air Canada uh, has apologized to these customers. Yeah, so this is rough. My phone just blew up. <laughs> Everyone was going crazy about this today. Um, so what happened is, you're right, it was a, a Las Vegas to Montreal flight. Two gals were um, got on the flight, and obviously on the previous flight, someone had barfed on the seats, and um, protocol really was not followed here. The operating procedures um, should never have had anyone board I have seen seats blocked off for gum on the seats. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, I mean, it was visible even on the seatbelt still that there was barf. And I'm not saying that this doesn't happen. Uh, It happens every single day. Not every flight, but every single day. Um, That's why there's a barf bag on all planes, (laughs) Jazz. And um, the, the unfortunate situation is that these people... When they said they didn't really want to seat, sit on this wet seat that had literally just been cleaned up from barf, mm-hmm. they were told that they have two choices, to leave the plane and pay for another flight or to be escorted off and placed on a no-fly list. Neither of those are acceptable. What they should have done is um, they should never even – they should have blocked off the seats. They knew that this had happened. They what they, Air Canada should have done, and I hope that the airlines moving forward would do this – is that they would say, you know what, our flight's almost oversold now because we don't have two seats that are available. Would anyone like to take a voluntary bump mm-hmm. and get on the next flight? And here's some money. We, I hear that in the airport all the time right now. Flights are so full. Uh, um, it, you know, you're absolutely gross. right. I want to I share one more incident with you. We got about... Uh, 30, well, 45 seconds left here. Uh, this is in regards to a Delta flight that was headed from Atlanta to Spain. It was forced to turn back after a passenger uh, apparently created a biohazard situation. Take a listen to the, the pilot speaking uh, uh, to the airport. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Okay, so turning back was the right thing, Jazz. Okay, this is unbelievable. The poor person, I mean, coming out of the bathroom, could you imagine? But devastating. But probably affected 200 people that needed to be, it was a huge aircraft. And they did the right thing um, over and above compensation of getting the people on rebooked on other flights. Maybe the airline will do a gesture of goodwill. But this is outside of their control. It's like weather. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it was a flight from Atlanta to Spain to think that the passenger, uh, you know, had to go through this. But oh. the fact that you have to turn around and the pilot's calling the airport in Atlanta, referring to it as a biohazard situation, which I completely understand. But it my is, God, it travel, is. Is, oh. travel is never easy, is it? If it's not, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the inconveniences of in regards to ticketing and this and that, you get these stories. They're isolated, don't get me wrong, but my God. Yeah. You know? What a week for travel. That's what a week say. for travel. There you go. Don't, we don't want to scare you. Please travel to Maui. If you, if you possibly can, you'd help the, the economy, certainly, uh, in that region. Thank you so much, Claire. Thanks, Jazz.